BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, Fidel Curry Lee here. So can we all agree that mental health is okay to discuss and doesn't have to be so taboo? Life throws curveballs at us on a daily, and the least we can do is cater to the relationship that we have with ourselves. So catch a new episode of my podcast, Because Life, every Wednesday to hear me and a mental health professional go there as we dive deep, be vulnerable, probably cry, and definitely laugh to discuss issues we all battle that become part of our mental health journey. Look, I get it. Life is hard, but talking about it together can make it a little bit easier. Tune in every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the founder and CEO of Create and Cultivate, and this is Work Party, a podcast for a new generation of women who are ditching the rulebook and redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. In each episode, we bring in leading female entrepreneurs for real talk advice on the topics that matter most to the modern career woman from hiring to mentorship to raising money and so much more. Whether you're pivoting to a new industry, negotiating a raise, turning your side hustle into a full-time gig, or pitching your company to investors, we're giving you the tips and tricks you need to take your career to the next level. Ready to make some money moves? Well, welcome to Work Party, the podcast. This episode is brought to you by Luminu, dedicated to illuminating better ideas in oral care. Be illuminating. Today's episode is with a very special guest, the founder of Luminu, Dr. Karush Madahi. Dr. Madahi is a world-renowned and award-winning cosmetic dentist and the best-selling author of three books on the subject of oral health, including his latest, The Toxic Overload, which highlights just how connected your mouth and body health are through the exploration of the function of the oral microbiome. Believe it or not, bacteria has so much to do with the way our body functions. Both inside and out, our body harbors a huge array of microorganisms, where a shocking 98% of this bacteria is actually good for us. Our microbiome, you probably heard the word, it's the buzziest word out there in the wellness space. It's the body's own ecosystem of microorganisms. It's the first line of defense against disease and illness. It's the protective shield that keeps our immune system intact. So we must do everything we can to protect it. Keeping our microbiome healthy starts with the foods we eat and the type of oral care products we use, resulting in maintained whole body health. So how do we manage this balance? Which of our daily products do we need to start reassessing? And how does a balanced microbiome lead to long-term health and success? 
I'm excited to break down all of these questions and more with Dr. Karush Madahi, the founder of Luminu. Dr. Madahi is a world-renowned and award-winning cosmetic dentist and best-selling author of his latest book, The Toxic Overload, which highlights just how connected your mouth and body are to overall health and well-being. We are going to dive into all things microbiome, and it's an amazing and interesting conversation. Tons of stats you'll definitely want to be hearing. So let's welcome to the party, Dr. Madahi. Welcome to the show, Dr. Madahi. First, I'd love for you to give us a little bit of an overview into what the definition of the microbiome is and quote unquote, good bacteria. I think these words are thrown around quite often these days, and I think people don't necessarily understand what they mean. So if you could provide some insight into that, that would be amazing. So first of all, thank you for inviting me on your show. And this is an excellent question. This is one of the questions that I think comes up the most. What is a microbiome? And interestingly enough, microbiome is not only good bacteria. So this is a network of microorganisms that has mostly bacteria in it, but there are viruses, some bad bacteria, all sorts of things that are mixed in together. But this microbiome, how it works, it works with your immune system, and also it works as a way, as a sort of a second immunity for you. So... Imagine you have Manhattan, and the entirety of Manhattan is full of buildings. So nobody can come and build any buildings in Manhattan. So the microbiome is coating your skin, your eyes, your ears, your nose, your mouth, your gut. The birth canal is coated with the microbiome. So one of the things, because it's taking up so much real estate, the bad bacteria or viruses or anything else that wants to penetrate your body cannot, just on the mere fact, they cannot stick and grow. So that's one of the key functions of microbiome. And that's why we shouldn't destroy it. Because if you destroy it the same way as you going destroying Manhattan, anything and everything can come in. So that's one. And because there are some bad bacteria, very low percentage, also within the microbiome, the microbiome keeps those levels down so that our immune system can produce antibodies against the bad bacteria so that they never grow to be in such a levels that will cause any type of an infection or disease. This is the way that the microbiome is handling your uh, protection. So it's extremely important, obviously, to maintain it, to keep it so that you're keeping bad bacteria out. So obviously, this is a complex kind of industry that you've gotten into. How did you get started? What made you drawn to this type of work? Okay, so first of all, I've been a dentist for 35 years. And the main thing that I saw was that the products that are either prescription-based or were from all these multi billion dollar multinational companies did not seem to be producing the results that I was looking for for my patients. And I was getting more and more and more frustrated. So you got to be crazy to be wanting to create a new product in an oral care industry where everything is pretty much 95% of the industry is controlled by three mega corporations, right? But The goal was, what can I do for my own patients? And that's how it all started. So I was tired of the inflammation. I was tired of the bleeding. I was tired of not getting consistent results. So in my own conference room, I started to put together a mouthwash that I could give to my patients to control some of these things. And that's how it all started. 
And the results seemed to be so good and so reproducible that I decided we've got to expand this into toothpaste, whitening products and all of this. And there we go. And here we are now after seven years. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Well, and, and to your point, the products weren't working, but also many dental products on the market are toxic. You know, they're focused on killing all bacteria, even good, even the microbiome. So tell us a little bit about why non-toxic or approaching this in a different lens to your point was so important to you. It's an interesting point you bring up. There is a point of toxicity, and then there is a point which is toxicity has safety issues, and then there is an aspect of it which is effective. So when you're looking at a product, is it safe and effective? So if you want a non-toxic product that's 100% safe, you can rinse your mouth with organic apple juice. Organic apple juice is completely safe. But what does it do? It doesn't do anything. So it it does not contribute to the effectiveness of your oral health. So part of what has happened is that a lot of the natural products started to use better ingredients, but yet they don't have studies to back it up and they did not show efficacy. As a result, dentists, dental hygienists, and patients were turned off by these natural products because they were not working. The other aspect of it is the aspect of toxicity. And it comes as a huge surprise to people when I say that pretty much all of the oral care products on the market have toxic ingredients and everybody's shocked. So how could Procter & Gamble give you something that has toxic ingredients? The best thing I can tell you as we are in dental school, all of these products such as Listerine and Crest and some of the ones that are prescription-based, they're called Peridex, We use them as a chemotherapeutic agent. So we already know we're going to kill some good bacteria, some good healthy cells, and we're going to kill some bad bacteria. It's given. They're saying chemotherapeutic agents. So definitely there's toxicity. Otherwise, the fact that they have the green, purple, yellow, blue coloring in it, the fact that they have all these chemicals in it, all of that, attributes to toxicity. And how they can get away with it is that short-term studies show that the toxicity is not harmful to the person. As a result, they can get away with it. But as we are finding out over the past, I think, 10 years, is that toxicity is not short-term, it's cumulative. So you have to look at it over many, many, many years, what is actually going to happen with all of these toxic ingredients that you have consuming one way or another in your body. Then the other part that comes up is that, oh, your toothpaste and your mouthwash, you're rinsing with it and then you're spitting it out. So why would you uh, absorb these toxic ingredients? And we did a study actually with Listerine and our product that we had someone rinse with Listerine for 60 seconds and then After 60 seconds, we drew their blood and we saw starting after 60 seconds, there is already the alcohol that's unique to Listerine already in the bloodstream. And there's already dye in the bloodstream after 60 seconds. And then when we retested after five minutes, we saw there was even more dye in the bloodstream after five minutes. So then the question is, if you are rinsing and spitting, how is it getting absorbed? Your mouth is one of the most absorbent parts of your body. So when somebody's having a heart attack, 
the doctor tells them to put a cup of nitroglycerin pill underneath their tongue because the rate of absorption of the nitroglycerin pill to prevent heart attack is much faster than swallowing it. So this is the main issue that we are running into. So obviously, you know, first of all, fascinating and so interesting to your point saying that the long-term cumulative effects and now the microbiome, that word 10 years ago, I don't even think was on the tip of anyone's tongue. Now it's on every single product. It's on top of every single conversation. It's, it's the main focus of discourse surrounding the wellness space. So obviously oral health comes into play there. And so you are really making ways with your new product. So tell us about the research that went into creating your product. Obviously it didn't happen overnight. Yeah, so that's also a great point you bring up. One of the things that I have found missing in a lot of the natural products that are already there is the lack of clinical research to show effectiveness. So one of the things that I wanted to do, at heart, I'm a scientist. I've been researching ingredients, what's healthy for you, what's the right thing for you, how do we reduce inflammation, how do we have non-toxic products that are safe and effective, it's always been a sort of a love of my life for the past 20 years. So we started to put together clinical research that first of all showed non-toxicity at a very, very high standard of Europe. Europe's non-toxicity uh, non levels are much higher than the United States. So we sent our products to a French lab that does the certifications for EU to get that certification from them. And then what we also did, we started to do clinical studies to see the impact of these products on the enamel of your teeth. If your enamel is wearing down, how do we make it uh, get strong? How do we whiten teeth? One of the main things that I kept running into with my patients was that I saw the amount of staining on their teeth increase over time. And that was mainly because our consumption of coffee, tea, green juice, red juice, red wine, blueberry, blackberry started to increase over the years. As a result, what ended up happening was that we were consuming a lot more staining liquids and staining food. So how do we keep the teeth white? How do we whiten it and how do we keep it white? And one of the main issues we ran into is that the only FDA approved ingredient for whitening was peroxide. But the problem with peroxide is an oxidizing agent. And what it does, it strips down the enamel a bit if you use it too much. It causes tooth sensitivity and it causes gum irritation. So it's not something you can do all the time. Once in a while is okay. But what is contained with all of the whitening toothpaste that are on the market, with the Crest and Colgate and all that, is that it has peroxide in it. So people are brushing their teeth with peroxide on a daily basis. And then in the mouthwash, the whitening mouthwashes have also peroxide. So we've got a whole bunch of people that are actually getting their teeth to be so sensitive to the point that they can no longer drink cold water, they cannot have ice cream, and also they couldn't do any more whitening. So part of the research was how do we create a peroxide-free whitening system that not only whitens the teeth, or it can be used in conjunction with somebody who goes into a dental office and then wants to have it as maintenance, keeping their teeth white. And how do we make sure that there is no damage to the enamel to, of the teeth, not to the gum, and no sensitivity? 
part of that research was the luminal uh, whitening system that we've come up with, which has a toothpaste, mouthwash, and whitening strip. And now we have also added a stain repellent or whitening pen. It's a dual action pen that can be used. So somebody who wants to whiten their teeth, either they can do the uh, whitening strips over seven days, or they can use the whitening pen and wait uh, 30 uh, minutes without eating or drinking the, the whitening starts. They can do it right before they go to sleep. Since it's a non-toxic product, there's nothing that happens. Or if they're going to drink tea, coffee, red wine, they just coat it on their teeth, wait 60 seconds, and then they can have tea or coffee or red wine or green juice, red juice, any of these things, and the, the teeth are protected against any staining for up to two to three hours. Amazing. It's such an innovative product. And also, you can use it on veneers as well. Is that correct? That's correct. So one of the problems that we found um, uh, in one of the studies that we were doing is that when you have bonding or veneers, when you use peroxide, there could be slight etching or you will see a little bit roughening of the surface. And so because we don't have peroxide, there is no issues with etching of the bonding or any type of cracking with the bonding or anything happening with the porcelain. So you can absolutely use it on any dental uh, restorations. Which is so exciting because I have veneers and haven't been able to use whitening products. And so I've been using the products at home and I absolutely love them. They're really amazing. So congratulations. So obviously to your point, you're disrupting a massive industry that has, you know, three big players that have sort of owned the space. What have been some of the biggest challenges as you scale and and grow the company? I would say the number one is educating the public. I got to start with your first question. The first question is what is a microbiome? And getting people to truly understand what microbiome is and how it protects you has been the most difficult part of it. And education is very, very expensive. So you're a small company, you're trying to get a market, bring to market products that is competing with uh, multinationals. But at the same time, you have to educate the public in terms of the benefits. And not only that, you're saying something that goes against 70 years of dental research. So in the past 70 years, the entirety of the dental industry has been focused on killing bacteria. The reason for it is that bacteria causes gum disease, bacteria causes decay, and bacteria causes bad breath. The problem is if that was the solution, if people were using these products that would kill 90.99% of the germs, which is the bacteria, which is your microbiome, then people shouldn't be getting cavities or gum disease or bad breath, but that's not the case. What we have found is that there is an issue with inflammation because you destroy the microbiome. So we had to say not only that we don't want to kill any bacteria, we now have to find a way to neutralize the toxins of the bad bacteria. That was the key part of it. The issue is when you kill bad bacteria, there is a particular toxin that is produced due to you killing the bad bacteria. If you don't kill the bad bacteria, there is a toxin that is produced that destroys your tooth enamel or or your gums and your bone. So killing them and not killing them is both a problem. So with our product, and this is part of the education that we constantly engaged in, is we don't kill any bacteria, but yet we are 
neutralizing the toxins of harmful bacteria. And that was part of the research that we worked at so long. And then we are recently now have put creative together to be able to explain what this microbiome is. How does it work? in a very short period of time. Absolutely. And obviously, you know, gut health has been the main focus when it comes to talking about microbiomes. So how does that, how does gut health relate back to oral health? Because I think sometimes people think those might be two separate things, but they actually play into one another. Yes, it's a, this is another uh, excellent question because many people know about skin microbiome and gut microbiome. And they think of these things as a separate uh, units of the body, but the, the entire body is first of all connected to each other. When we're talking about digestion, the first point of digestion is actually your mouth. So what you put in your mouth to some degree, not only has an effect in your mouth and then the way it is being digested, it also has an effect on the gut microbiome. So when we're talking about diversity of bacteria, the, the gut has the highest diverse bacterial colony. The second most diverse bacterial colony is your mouth. And there is about 40 to 50% of these bacteria that's in the mouth and in the gut are the same. So they are very much connected to each other. Right now, we are in the midst of another clinical study with UC Irvine with regards to what happens when you destroy your oral microbiome by using antiseptic mouthwashes on a prolonged period of time, and how does that impact your uh, gut microbiome? So these are the kind of things that we are continually researching, but there is a connection, and this connection is very important. The reason why mouth portion is so important is, as I told you earlier, the tissues of your mouth are very absorbent. So whatever you put in it, it actually goes directly into your bloodstream. The second part is when you swallow something, that also goes into your gut. And then the third part of it is when you have bleeding gums, which is gingivitis or inflammation of the gum or gum disease, you have inflammatory markers that are present inside your mouth that get into the bloodstream and then affect different organs. That's why there's been a linkage between gum disease and heart disease, diabetes, early term pregnancy where you have premature babies, lung cancer, uh, Alzheimer, all of these connections coming from the type of bacteria that is inside your mouth that is altering the um, inflammatory markers and then just passing it all over your body through bloodstream, gut and everywhere. Wow. Yeah. So clearly very important. It seems like a small thing, but it obviously plays into much larger health issues down the line. So obviously you are a successful, you know, dentist, you've been doing this, like you mentioned, 30 plus years, and now you're the founder and CEO of a completely separate company. So are you balancing both by still operating at your practice, being the CEO of this fast growing business? And how is that? How are you doing all of that? <laughs> yeah. So it, it is, a, is a juggling act to some degree, but I think it starts with really having great people that work with me on a daily basis. We are a group of 15 people uh, very much on purpose. And our goal is to make sure we bring really uh, safe and effective oral care products in the market. We are also excited on that goal. So 
pretty much we all work 24-7 almost. I get up uh, usually at 5 o'clock in the morning and I start working. And um, I get to my practice around 9 o'clock, see patients. And then in the afternoon when I go home after dinner, I work until about 11, 12 o'clock at night on the projects and working with universities on research projects. But there's other people that are constantly working and reporting back to me. So I'm blessed with all the people that I have around me that are very highly competent and, and highly effective. That's how I'm able to juggle both. Absolutely. And and it's been working because you guys are now available at Whole Foods, Walgreens, Target, Rite Aid, Wegmans, obviously getting a lot of large distribution at these bigger retailers. So having that traction for sure. I know I've told my friends and family about it because it's been so amazing because everyone in my family has veneers and we've always joked about how we can't do whitening. So now I'm spreading the word on your behalf. So what advice would you give to someone listening with aspirations of starting a wellness brand, maybe a brand or a category that to your point has these larger players that have been around for a long time have really owned the space. You're clearly disrupting it. What advice would you give them? I would tell you that expertise is very important. And and why it is important is that along this journey, uh, so many times manufacturers wanted to alter the formula by adding preservatives or something because of liability issues. We had to work so hard not to pervert the actual goal and purpose of the brand. And the only reason I could do it was because of my own expertise in the area. I fully knew exactly. The co-founder of this brand is also Dr. Nozari, who happened to be the uh, chairman of the period department at USC for 17 years, which is the gun surgery department. And he is a well-known researcher and he has published many articles. So between the two of us, the expertise to be able to conduct proper research and to push back on manufacturer has been a key. So if somebody truly wants to go disrupt something, you really have to make sure the product is unique and you have to make sure it can be produced in a unique manner because you're going to get a lot of pushback. And since you're not, one is not an expert in the product and also manufacturing and everything else, it's so easy to be influenced by status quo that let's just do it this way is easier, is safer, is this. And nobody's really looking at ways to even disrupt that way of doing the business. So expertise, understanding the products, understanding the market, and finding out why this product is really necessary and how do you communicate those differentiation points is a key to having a successful company. Yeah, absolutely. To your point, I think, you know, if you were going into it and people were telling you, oh, it's going to be cheaper and easier to reformulate or do this or add that, it might seem like a good idea from a business decision, but having that expertise to back it up is what really has been guiding you. So what's the next big goal for you and how will Lumino continue to grow? It's a simple goal. The simple goal is this. I don't believe, and our company does not believe, we should have any oral care products on the shelf that is not non-toxic. They all have to be certified non-toxic. And they all have to be microbiome safe. This is the goal. The goal is not for Lumino alone be the only company that's certified non-toxic and microbiome safe. Every single oral care brand has to adopt these types of ideas and protect the health of the individuals by using alcohol, by using preservatives, by using dyes. You're not really protecting someone's oral health. To some degree, there is a degree that you are absolutely hurting it. You're killing healthy cells. 
And we don't know, again, what is the long-term effect of all these things. So if there has been an alternative, and our research is on our website, we are telling people that there is a way. We have to get others to adopt. Our goal will only be finished when we have changed the oral care market completely and have made the products both safe and effective in terms of microbiome and in also in terms of the toxicity as well. Yes, absolutely. I mean, obviously it's a massive market that has been in motion for a long time. So it's, you know, change is definitely coming. And if you look at the beauty industry as any sort of indicator where clean beauty now is sort of the standard where people aren't really even looking at products that have toxic ingredients anymore. And a lot of these larger companies are starting to have to shift the way that they completely make their products. So I think you're ahead of the curve on this one. So that that's really exciting. So we're going to do some rapid fire sentence finishers to finish up. So what would you say are the three traits that got you to where you are today? I think it's uh, persistence, recognizing who are the right people for my company and uh, non-compromising in terms of the quality of the product. I love that. So what are, what is some of your hiring tips, knowing that you have such a great team around you? One of the always the things I do is that they don't have to be an expert in the area that I'm hiring them. I want people that are very smart and problem uh, solution oriented. So they're problem solvers. And then I can train them to do many different things. So there are certain areas that are highly skilled workers. There are certain areas that we have grown all together with that concept that we are very smart, we are very analytic, and we are able to problem solve anything because we do not have sort of an ego in the sense that we are right. We are testing constantly and we're looking, whatever works, we go with it. We don't go with things that don't work. And what would you say is the best career advice you've ever received? I think the best career advice was stick with what you really believe in and don't change course. If you really believe this is the right direction, stick it out, it's going to be very hard. Be prepared for everything to go wrong, but continue on that persistent given course until you hit your goal. I think that has been the best career advice. Yes, absolutely. And this is a personal question. How important is flossing? We need to know. We need the official answer. All right. Okay. So the only way you truly can remove plaque and tartar buildup in between your teeth is through flossing. There's no other way. Water pick and, and the go between all of these things, they do a, job, a good job, but there's nothing like flossing itself. The only issue is that only 2% of the population flosses on a regular basis. So we need to get that out, that there is, they have to floss. Otherwise, they'll have cavities in between their teeth. My God, 2%? 2% wow. on a regular basis. Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow. Okay, okay. So we got to get that word out there as well. Non-toxic and flossing. And how would you define success? I, I think success is, uh, to me, is the results that I get. Results in terms of the measurement from the goal that I have already created. So to the degree that I see our products are being bought and being used and I get letters and I see expansion of that game and I see other products and other companies starting to mimic us, that's what success is to me because the goal was to create a new category of products within oral care. So for me, success in this category is that. 
Well, I think you definitely are doing that. You, you know, the brand itself has over 170,000 plus followers. As I said, it's carried in all major retailers and you guys can follow along at oral underscore essentials on Instagram and definitely check out the product. Thank you so much for being here, Dr. Madahi. Thank you so much, Jacqueline. I really enjoy your podcast. Great job. And uh, I want to tell you that uh, you, along with many other thought leaders that are doing podcasts, are doing a huge service to the general population that are lost and they don't really know what is good, what is bad. There's so much information coming at them all the time. So thank you for what you do. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And thank you for your expertise. Thank you so much, Jacqueline. Bye-bye. Thank you, Lumino, for sponsoring this amazing episode. Find out more about Lumino and the microbiome mission at oralessentials.com and use my special discount code PARTY to save 15% off your first order. You are absolutely going to love these products. I am addicted. They are amazing. And as you heard from the episode, really good for you. So check it out. That is my special discount code PARTY to save 15% off your first order. Thanks for listening. For more inspiring conversations like this one, follow the Work Party Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to rate and review us or show us some love on social. We love seeing you tune in every week and share your favorite episodes. We're at Work Party on Instagram and at It's a Work Party on Facebook and Twitter. I'm your host, Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party. 